welcome. You're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Well, hi, guys, and welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. We are currently in our series called Cultivate Health, where we're exploring a couple of our friends' distinct health journeys. This series focuses on what it means to grow in our health, both physical, mental, and spiritual, in order to glorify the Lord with the body and spirit that He has given to us. So today we want to welcome Hope Graves to the show. She is a dear friend of ours, and she has a health journey that we believe will inspire you and encourage you. So Welcome, Hope. Thank you. Yeah, it's so great to have you. I'm excited to be here. This is so fun. I'm excited to have you. Thank you for being on the show, and thanks for being willing to share. Yeah, you bet. (laughs) So, Hope, we just kind of want to start off. I'm sure our listeners, they're going to want to know a little bit about you and your family, your career, and then, of course, any fun facts. Yes, please (laughs) give us the fun facts. Okay, yeah. So, I'm Hope, and I'm 25. Uh, and I work in church communications at a local church here in Peoria. Um, I'm married. My husband is Nolan, and we actually, this is kind of a fun fact, and my fam. Uh, so we started liking each other in seventh grade, had little crushes on each other, and then started dating in high school and did long distance over college and then got married right when we graduated. So kind of a weird high school, middle school, awkward sweetheart. Story. You mean so that fun. doesn't happen for everyone? Yeah, you know, I don't think so. But yeah, so that worked out for us, which is good. Um, we have a dog, Wicket. Uh, he is a two and a half and um, <laughs> the light years. of our lives. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and he's a little Havanese. He weighs 10 pounds. So yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, fun fact. So I've been shark cage diving. And Ooh, yeah, I... I'm definitely not a risk taker, but I usually decide uh-huh. like some things are, if the benefit like outweighs the risk, then I'll do it. So like, I don't like skiing because to me, skiing isn't worth the chance of like breaking an arm. But mm. like, if I was going to die shark cage diving, that's like a cool enough story that <laughs> it was worth there it. You go. Worth so, it for the story. Yeah. yeah. But so that was really cool. We saw like cool. 15 foot long, great white sharks, like jumping out of the water and Yeah. So I don't know. Very that's, cool. That's some fun wow. stuff. Wow. Best for fun future, fact yet. <laughs> yeah, for future guests. Oh my goodness. I don't know if the any fun facts could beat that. that. Yeah. I definitely don't have any. <laughs> Very cool, Hope. Yeah. Well, Hope, thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. Um, as we move into it, would you share just a little bit about your health journey and what that's looked like for you over the years? Yeah. So I have kind of, I've always been, I'm like five foot two uh, and I've always been, petite. And so I didn't always worry much about my health. And I would say like growing up, um, my family didn't necessarily like prioritize health. And my family has a history of different health problems and things like that. But, um, and I'm also super uncoordinated. So like I was never athletic, like, oh my, me in middle school basketball was a real treat to watch. (laughs) Yep. Um, but yeah, so then when I was in high school, again, I wasn't in any sports. I was in choir and scholastic bowl. Um, 
But my senior year of high school, a friend of mine and I, we started, we were running buddies and we like ran a 5k together and then we got really hooked on it and we were running together like multiple days a week, um, leading up to going away to college. And so that was, I entered college like in the best shape that I'd ever been in. Uh, and then it pretty much tanked from there. I got really busy with school and, uh, just like, studying. I'm a huge nerd. And so grades were really important. And I was always busy with all these other things. And so health, it definitely just got like pushed to the side. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then when I graduated and, you know, was prepping for my wedding, even then, like that was hardly motivation enough for me to really start working out. So, uh, Nolan and I got married and our diet like mostly consisted of like hot dogs and macaroni and cheese and frozen pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like all of Nolan's favorite things. And so being the good wife that I was, I wanted Mm -hmm. to honor that. And, um, I just kind of reached a point where like, uh, I had gained quite a bit of weight and I was just really unhappy. And, um, I don't really remember like specifically what led up to it, but I finally was just fed up and I was like, you know what? I need to do something about this. I have some like stomach problems and I was like, I need to figure these out. I need to get rid of this. Like, uh, like I've mentioned, like my family has a history of health issues and I was like, I don't want to be having to deal with that as I get older. Whenever Nolan and I decide to have kids, I want to be a mom who can like keep up with her children. And um, even though that still feels like really far down the road for us, that's kind of always the thing that I keep in the back of my head. Like as like God's given me this life to live and I want to be able to live it to the fullest. And I don't want my any physical limitations to be like holding me back. And to make the most in the season that you're in right now. I feel like, you know, as you guys wait for the Lord's timing with like starting a family like that, it's kind of like you have to think about, and I feel like I'm in like that similar place too. What can I do now that's going to set me up to be healthy and thriving with my family later? I right, feel like yeah. that's something we don't always think about as like that far in the future. But I think that that's really powerful that that you realized that at that time. Yeah. And like things the kids are just going to get, that just makes your life more crazy and more busy. And so I was like, I need to develop these habits now and they're not perfect, but like even just getting into some sort of routine that's better, mm-hmm. that's going to get those habits in place yeah. and make it easier, hopefully, when as life gets busier and crazier yeah. to just keep it up. Yeah. So what kind of does that healthy lifestyle look for you right now, like on day to day? Yeah. So I try to go to the gym like several times a week. I, for a while I was really diligent and I was probably doing workouts like five days a week. Um, we just recently bought a house. So that's, hasn't been super realistic over the last couple of months. Um, we actually, I realized closed on our house two months ago today, but, um, wow, that went by fast. yeah, yeah so <laughs> we were just crazy busy with like painting and renovating. And so there are those busy seasons and like, it was just really hard for me to get time away. And if I did have time, like I had been up late the night before working on something. So I was tired. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep in a routine, remember the things that I like to do, um, go to the gym with Kayla a lot because uh, she definitely keeps me motivated and accountable. Uh, And I also paid a lot more attention to like the foods that I eat and the foods that I keep in the house. Um, We don't have macaroni and cheese and hot dogs for like every meal anymore. 
Unless it's Mac and Puppies. Unless it's Mac and Puppies. I did find Mac and Puppies once, but uh, <laughs> Nolan told me they were no good. So oh, bummer. Oh, shoot. That's but, what happens when it's cute. Yeah. So that, and I even have kind of tried to start paying a little bit more attention to the things that I put like on my body. So like mm. makeup products, trying mm. to switch to more natural things, trying to like not, run to medicine right away if mm-hmm. I'm not feeling well um, and take like vitamin C. I don't take a ton of vitamins or anything, yeah. but just paying attention to kind of the whole realm of it from what I'm eating, what I'm putting on my skin and um, the exercise that I do during yeah. the week. Yeah. I feel like that's so powerful what you just said there too, because I feel like a lot of the times when we think of physical health, we think of our physique, like how fit Mm. we are in that way. We don't always think about like the chemicals we're surrounding ourselves with, like in household products Products or like how our physical health can be affected with makeup and those things you were talking about. So I feel like if you're a listener out there, maybe who um, maybe doesn't relate in the way of like physical exercise, maybe you can even relate in the way of just things that can affect your physical health, whether that be like chemicals or makeup products, just being really mindful of those things and how it can affect you. Yeah. I kind of noticed with you sharing your story of your health journey, like college or first getting married or buying the house, Mm -hmm. that busy seasons kind of tend us to move away from prioritizing your health. How do you stay motivated and like keep on track and like not make a huge deal about missing a workout, but still like not just letting it all go because you're busy. Yeah, um, that's tricky. And I think it just depends on the situation. Like uh, for me, one of the things was like setting a goal. So um, right before I turned 24, uh, I had done a Whole30 and started, that was kind of the first thing that I did to kind of jumpstart things. But then on my 24th birthday, I signed up for a half marathon and it was something that was always on my bucket list. And finally I was like, you know what, I'm just doing it. And if I don't sign up that I'm not going to, and I want to do it before I turn 25. So, um, I signed up then, and that was just kind of like setting a really long-term goal. Like Mm. I trained for five months for that. Um, so that kind of kept me going. And even when it was like, even when things got busy, it was like, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to survive running 13 miles. So, um, things like that, but also just like, I mean, like, we go to the gym together all the time and having friends and people in your life to encourage you. Or even the other day, Nolan said to me, he's like, I'm so thankful that even though we're busy with the house that you are setting aside a time, mm. setting time aside to go to the gym because he's like, I know that it's important to you. And so even that was just like a huge motivator because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was feeling guilty if I was like at the gym and he was at home working on something, mm-hmm. but um, he recognized that like I need that and I need to not be at home all the time. And so I think just, it depends. Yeah. Other times it's other things and right. even the small things like, um, you know, trying to eat better if I can't go to the gym, like balancing that a little Mm -hmm. bit um, and not just like trying to fall into a pattern where I'm like, well, I'm not going to the gym, so I might as well just eat a pint of ice cream every single night and (laughs) it's fine. It's a good rule for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway. I think 
maybe this is true for you, but just hearing you talk for me too, I didn't really do sports much growing up. So I guess I just never really knew until like adult life when I went to the gym with friends, like how much the community around you and like the people you're working out with who are pushing you or motivating you or just keeping you accountable makes a difference for like how you stay on track for those things. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Hope, do you feel like, you know, because there's so many different aspects of our health and I mentioned kind of at the beginning of our show today, like the different aspects of physical, mental, and spiritual, do you feel like, you know, this kind of shift in prioritizing maybe your physical health a little bit more than in other seasons? Do you feel like it's affected you mentally and spiritually? Yeah, I actually had a really cool experience when I was training for my half marathon. And I decided to run one in the spring because I didn't want to train over the summer when it was really hot. Mm -hmm. But what that meant was that I was training in the winter (laughs) when around here, it's like not easy to run outside most of the winter. So I was doing like long runs on treadmills and that was horrible in its own way. (laughs) I don't know that it was worse than running in like 90 degree heat, but... It was not not great. And um, but I just had some really cool moments of like worship with the music mm, I was listening mm. to. And I felt like God used that whole season to just teach me uh, how he sees me and that like like one of the phrases that I just like repeated over and over again if I was discouraged is just hope you're made for more. You're made for more than all of these trials. You're made for more than how hard this feels right now. Like the benefits of what you're gonna have afterwards are so much greater. And um, I even was able to do like a book study with some other women that I work with. And I mean, that's not always the case. Sometimes it's smaller things like that, Mm -hmm. but that was just a really cool experience. And I definitely have noticed um, just like right now, even um, my husband and I are going through some just difficult things with our families. And even today, like just being able to go to the gym and do a 30 minute workout that I truthfully didn't know if I was going to make it through the whole thing, but it was so bad. I hadn't been to that class in like two months and I felt every minute (laughs) day that I was not there. Yeah. yeah, But, um, like it, it just helped me not that you can always just run away and avoid your problems, but like to have an outlet where you Mm -hmm. don't have to think about them where literally I couldn't think about anything besides just like pumping my legs a little bit faster on the bike. Um, it's just can be such a healthy thing. And I know there's all the science behind that, like it releases endorphins or whatnot. And I don't really spend a whole lot of time reading about that or researching it, but I do think that it's true and it just helps me stay centered on like where I need to be and keeps me more rooted in, in who I am and like how God sees me. And I think that that keeps me healthier overall. Mm. Um, whereas like if there, there are seasons where, you know, I'm not taking good care of myself physically. So then it's like, well, I feel bad because I'm not doing that. And then I'm probably not eating very well. So I feel bad about that. And then if something else goes on, I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is just the worst mm-hmm. or something. And I mean, that's not yeah. true, but it just kind of all built on each other. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about the, you were made for more. Cause I mm-hmm. definitely see how that's encouraging really that can be for someone who's like on that health journey, trying to take the right steps, like in the middle of a hard workout, like how do I tell myself to keep going? But it's also something that applies to like any hard situation, totally. like that yeah. you're always made for more that God always has such, um, 
a bigger idea and a bigger picture of what we're going through, whether that's a 13 mile run or like family issues or trouble at work or whatever the situation is, like the you are made for more goes far beyond just your physical health. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, and like it even came up sometimes, you know, I was just like, you know, I'm made for more than maybe what my family has defined as like physical health, Mm. you know, like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be, for me, it was a reminder that I don't have to be defined by these certain things that I might think I need to be defined by. Like Mm -hmm. I am only defined by who God says I am and yeah, like Jesus said, he came to give us life abundant life and life abundantly. And so yeah. that was kind of one of the verses I went back to. Like that's more, like that's the more that he promises. And I just want to make sure that I get to take full advantage of that while I can. Mm. So definitely. And kind of talking about like taking full advantage of the way that God's designed us and knowing that truth. Um, it just makes me really think about too the importance of all three of those parts of health being connected, like the physical, the spiritual, and the mental. Um, Because, you know, in scripture, it says that God has designed us with a body, a mind, a spirit, a heart, and a soul that make up this whole being and that all those parts together are made to love and to serve him. And it's so crazy because that includes our physical bodies, Mm -hmm. but we can't just stop there at our physical bodies. You know, you had kind of shared in your story of how that was such a catalyst for you, but it's really, I feel like totally a whole being thing where Mm -hmm. you can't just isolate physical you know, health, it's, right. it affects your spiritual, it affects your mental, your heart and mind um, and soul. And um, as I was kind of thinking about this topic too, I never thought about until this week and until we were starting this series and this topic about how honoring our bodies is a spiritual act of worship. And I love that you even mentioned like music, even though, you know, worship is so much beyond music. Um, but that Every part of our body can be used to glorify the Lord um, and to lift him up in worship. And so a lot of the times we think worship is just thanking God, reading our Bibles, you know, those types of things. Um, But it's really surrendering each and every part of those aspects of health and every single aspect of our lives um, to God's best. And so I just thought that was kind of interesting just relating it back to when we're taking care of our bodies and the temple that God's given us, we're giving glory to him and we're worshiping him. Um, Just like it says in Romans that it's a spiritual act of worship. Yeah. Um, So I feel like you've definitely displayed that in your story of just wanting to, to glorify him and remind yourself of who he says you are in all of those areas. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned when you were kind of at a point where you wanted to make some changes. You signed up for a half marathon. That, that was a big step yes. in um, kind of getting you there. What small steps did you take? Because obviously you can't just go out and run 13.1 miles. That's yeah, pretty I far. Wish. I mean, some people can, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think any Where of us I are built. No way. <laughs> um, so what are some of the like small practical, like waking up, okay, today I can do this. Yeah. Well, so I mentioned that I had done a Whole30 and that's not really Mm -hmm. a small step either. That's a pretty drastic diet change. But um, in doing that, I learned a lot about ingredients that are in food. So I did Mm. a lot of research leading up to that. And um, so in Whole30, you can like basically just eat fruits and veggies and meat. Um, 
and there are some other things, but it's really tricky to find ones that are technically compliant. But again, I learned so much about ingredients that are in things like it even just influenced how I bought like condiments, like the kind of Mm. ketchup I buy, um, Mm. just to try to avoid sugar and things like that. But so one of the things that beyond that, like after learning about the ingredients and things like that, I started trying, and I don't do this all the time. I'm not perfect, <laughs> but I really am intentional about what's in our house to eat. So, Ooh, yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I try not to have um, more than like a couple of pints of ice cream, which I have to buy all my ice cream in pints because I can't have dairy. So, um, <laughs> struggle. Right. But it does keep the amount minimal in True. my freezer. So, like, uh, again, not having like five of them in there because if they're there, I'll just eat them. But if they're not there, then I won't eat them and right. I'll only go buy them if I really want one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have to think about it. So I kind of have to like justify, you know, is this something I really want? Um, so yeah, we don't keep a ton of snacky food in our house. If we do, it's stuff like trail mix or mm-hmm. um, I consider potato chips like pretty healthy. I just try not to. <laughs> it to yeah, exactly. Like it's just like oil and potatoes right. and salt. It's fine. I'm totally with you. So, but I do like not sit down and eat an entire bag, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I would say that was one small step. Um, another thing that I did. And I actually did this like pre deciding to really focus on my health, but we do not have a scale at our house. We don't either. I like totally, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I totally advocate for that because I have learned that like my health is so much more than what I weigh. Um, And so after I did like my first whole 30 and started watching what I ate, like I probably dropped close to 15 pounds and I've gained some of that back, like probably, honestly, probably five to 10 pounds, but still the like actual shape of my body is drastically different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've learned that like, I think measurements are a lot more important than actually paying attention to your weight. And I just knew, I mean, I knew when we got married and I'm thankful that I knew it then uh, that if we had a scale that I would be on it all the time and that I'd be just checking it and that would be my way of determining whether or not I was healthy. And I just think that that's totally not true because I've yeah. seen like I dropped weight and then I gained some back, but actually I've gained a lot of muscle. And so I'm like, you know, my idea, what my idea of skinny was before was all weight-based, but now it's like, no, I just like kind of have an idea in my head of like what my goal look is and I don't mm-hmm. really care what I weigh when I get to that goal. It makes it a little bit harder to measure things, but also for me, it's just put it in like a healthy perspective that, yeah, it's just so much more. It is like the physical and the emotional and the spiritual. together. Yeah. 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 So those are just a few things. And also like I when I switched like beauty products and stuff, I'm still in the process of that. I didn't like throw everything out <laughs> yeah. and start over from scratch. Like that's expensive. Yeah, and, and you don't want to waste what you already have. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like I had kind of had been turning a corner where I was like buying more expensive beauty products, mm-hmm. period. And so I'm like, I'm not throwing away that thing of blush. It was like $25, oh, yeah. you yes. know? Yeah. So I don't think that anybody needs to like, oh, I'm never going to take Tylenol again and I just need to buy all of the essential oils or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like that's just not realistic. And mm-hmm. I mean, maybe for some people it can be, but like, you know, Nolan and I are 24 and 25 and, you know, have only had full-time jobs oh, yeah. for three years. So like, that's just not in the budget. Yeah. And 
yeah. And I do think it is wasteful. And yeah. I don't know, there are other health things yeah. about being yeah. wasteful. So yeah, as I have become an adult, one of the most frustrating I th- things I think about my health is how expensive it is to be healthy. Oh my gosh. It's like, it is. ridiculous. It's not easy. I am so thankful that a gym membership is part of my job. Yeah. <laughs> like that changes so one. many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so yeah. pricey for yeah. the, you know, getting rid of all those fake artificial ingredients mm-hmm. or the makeup products that have less chemicals in them. And just all of that stuff adds up so quickly. Yeah. I yeah. think I bought like a thing of foundation and eyeliner and mascara from the company that I have started using. And it was like a hundred or $120. Ugh, and Nolan wow. was like, what did you just buy? And I was <laughs> right. like, I'm sorry, but it's like, it's going to last step. a long time. Yeah, like, that's so ladies, true. Be yeah. careful when you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you're asking your husbands to switch over to <laughs> Right. Yeah. I know that Nolan, especially during the time periods where I've like done a whole 30 and have been really strict with it. He's like, hope our grocery bill like triples whenever you do that. Like you can't do it all the time. And, and some of that too, is that it's a lot more time consuming to eat healthy. Oh my goodness, like yes. there's not as many things that you it, can just that are like convenient. throw in. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to and the convenient things healthy yeah. things are even more expensive yes. than the healthy things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So that's something like, yeah, right. we're, we're busy. And so like, I don't have every evening to cook. I still have not one day. I will be a meal prepper. But we're that do day it together. Has, yeah. We keep talking about that. That day has not come soon. So. I feel it yeah. in our future. I know I'm in the process with my husband Jimmy right now of of trying to get into that like meal prepping, but it is so hard. Like now I only feel like because I'm a teacher and I have this summer, can I finally start to get in that routine? Right. But I'm like, oh my goodness, as soon as like that season hits where it's really busy, this is going to be really hard. But yeah. Hope, I love how you spoke into this fad that's going on where it's like this certain way that you have to get to like living this healthy lifestyle. Like you have to go all in. I feel like so many things now on social media and just different fads and health things. I mean, that have been around for a while, but I feel like our generation is just so bombarded with is all going towards like quick fixes, all going towards like doing things a certain way or healthy looks a certain way. And I love that you spoke into that because- at the end of the day, it's about those small steps. And that's what God looks at too. He looks at us wanting to honor our bodies and he doesn't look at us and see, oh, well, she has to look this certain way. That's not what it's about. Yeah, It's about getting to the core of what's going on in our hearts and understanding what he says about that our body is a temple and how can I best live that out? Right. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope, so what encouragement would you give to someone um, in any area of health? We've talked a lot of, a lot about a lot of different ones tonight um, that would encourage them if they feel stuck. What would you say to someone who wants to start taking some of those small steps? Yeah, I think find a buddy. Um, for me, I... A long for a long time thought that Nolan would be my buddy that like <laughs> we would be husband and wife team and we'd like work out and whatever but he is 24 years old and has weighed 165 pounds since like so he was a fair. freshman in college so <laughs> he just can eat whatever he want his metabolism super fast like yeah. he also can always just push himself like he cannot work out not work out not work out and then keep up with me and it just drives me crazy um so anyway 
find a buddy, but it might not be your husband or like your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like that, that was kind of like what was idealized in my head. And yeah, because you're doing life with them. You right. Know? Yeah. And like we're together all the time. It just makes sense. And what a cute way to spend time together. But like, <laughs> holy cow, it did not work at all. I usually just get mad at him if we work out together. So, um, yeah, find a friend though. Like Kayla has been that friend for me and it's been cool because like Lydia, you come with us a lot mm-hmm. to the gym now too. And I feel like we just kind of built a community and it's like, yeah. I have kind of my one go-to person, like accountability partner um, who I know is going to push me. But then I also have all these other people who are around that I just see frequently and mm-hmm. like... Um, there's a woman at our church that I see at the gym quite a bit. And like, I just really look up to her. She's a young mom, like she's super fit. And um, plus just like totally loves the Lord and like is serving in the church and all these incredible things. And so I think like the combination of having my accountability partner and like workout buddy is great, but also just having a goal and I'm not comparing Mm -hmm. myself to her. Yeah. Like, uh, but she's become my role model and just like, I look at her and because she's so genuine, you know, it's, it's not a comparison thing. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I need to do the exact workouts that she does. And I want to look exactly how she does or anything like that. Like that's not what it's about. But, um, uh, and she's somebody who, you know, if we're in a workout class together or something, she's so encouraging. And, um, so yeah, just being able to like have somebody to go with you have a role model who is like an encourager, not somebody who you're constantly comparing yourself to because that's not healthy. That's the opposite. But um, yeah, that would be one of them for sure. And I think also just set goals. And I know every like book and everything about setting goals says set realistic goals. (laughs) But um, But but, actually. But yeah, (laughs) like really thinking through, you know, what is it that you want? And I think for some people it is like, at first it has to be like a number on the scale. Maybe, maybe it is weight loss. that needs to be the focus. And so, you know, maybe that's the kind of goal that you do set. So I'm not saying scales are always bad. I know that for in certain situations, they're what they're, they are what's needed. Um, but just setting a goal for yourself. Like I decided to run a half marathon and then I found a training plan online and it wasn't perfect. And I wasn't perfect by the time I got to the half marathon, but like that is a bigger goal, but it was a lot of like small steps in the way. And even just taking that first initiative. I mean, that's how Kayla, how you and I even honestly yes. became friends. I was going to, I was going to talk about that <laughs> when you're done. Yeah. We'll go for it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's one of my favorite things about our friendship. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, so Hope had signed up for this half marathon and we had been leading a small group together, right? Have we already started doing that? I think we yeah, had. We had for a few months. In youth group for a couple months. Yeah. And she put on her Instagram story that she was going to go start, um, being a part of a Monday night workout class. And I have Mondays off and I was like, I mean, I have fun with Hope at youth group and I like that class. And so I just like slid into her DMs and was like, I'll go with you. Even though we had never hung out outside of volunteering together. I was personally shocked that I like reached out, but I was like, that seems like fun and I need someone to go to the gym with. So like, again, if I had someone, that'd be better. And like hanging out outside of like organized volunteer time, (laughs) not that our girls aren't great and we don't love, like we love serving together. (laughs) Yes, we do. But that was just something extra that like 
made us become friends. Yeah, and, and I like love I that. didn't think anybody was going to respond to my Instagram story, right? right? Like, no, I yeah, just didn't. I, don't know. I was. I, I think it was like feeling... a poll or something. It was. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but I definitely messaged but, you. I was like, yeah. I'll go with you. Like to see you next Monday. <laughs> yeah, and I remember being like, Wait, what? For real? <laughs> I love it. So yeah, yeah. so fun. So so friends fun. are a must. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that community. In really any area, whether it's physical health or any area that you're trying to cultivate and grow in, Mm -hmm. it's like you have to have people alongside of you who are cheering you on or who are or who are doing it right with you. It's even better. And what Hope said of like having someone to look up to, like that helps so much. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't even know. Yeah, the like who it is. I don't (laughs) think she has any idea. So, Uh but that's great. And I I love too that you recognize that it's not this comparing, that like your journey, even though you look up to her, your journey is still going to be different and you're not her, you know, but you have that healthy, you know, looking up to somebody and admiring not only their physical health, but also their walk with the Lord. Yeah. So it's like you have to have both. Yeah. And I think in anything too, like um, maybe it's physical comparison, but also even just like, where somebody's at on their spiritual walk or like maybe what their gifts are, the things that they're really good at. Like you just can't get yourself mm-hmm. stuck in comparison because like body types are totally different. Like yeah, Kayla definitely. and I are never going to look the same, right? Nope. She's taller than me. She has a longer torso than me. It'd be impossible. Like yeah. right. it ain't going to happen. And, um, but also like your gifts are different than mine. Like yeah. we, I'm never going to be a third grade teacher like you, Lydia, because yeah. d- hello, not in my makeup, like <laughs> I, at all. Uh, I and <laughs> I would just come home yeah. sad, I think, every day. Oh, no. <laughs> Too many kids. Yeah, but like you're amazing at yeah. that. And so, you know, you just have to recognize that like, yes, mm-hmm. you need people that you're going to look up to and people who are going to be your friends. But yeah. like when you start comparing yourself, it's it's just not even worth it because you're not ever going to be the same. Like mm-hmm. that's not yeah. how we're made. Yeah, no, that's so true. No. So I kind of thought about this earlier today, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in our notes. A fun way to kind of wrap up our Ooh, time like with Hope. I had like, we had her think about her favorite go-to healthy snack, but then I thought of all these other things about healthy things that are her, could be her favorite go-tos. <laughs> so maybe just a little rapid fire of your favorites of a oh, few things. yes. Yeah, okay. Let's go. So we'll start with the first one that we planned. What's your favorite go-to healthy snack? Okay, RX Nut Butter Packs. Oh, yes. They're my all-time favorite. So they're like stupidly expensive per pouch. It's like a dollar to a dollar fifty, depending on where you go, but they're the best things ever. Yes, I would agree with you. That's pretty good. Do you have a favorite go-to playlist or type of music or artists that you like to listen to when you're working out? Ooh, yes. Okay, so when I'm not needing the worship vibes, I mean, you always need the worship <laughs> right, vibes, right, right, but right, like, right. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I consider this group my guilty pleasure, but oh. like, I just think that they're kind of ridiculous. And so sometimes when I say they're my favorite, I just feel weird, but AJR okay. is the best. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they're just the best. They're, they're hilarious. Cool. Yeah. I'm so, have they have a SpongeBob out. song called "I'm Ready," so yeah. you should listen to. That. I mean, they just got good they energy. Yeah. When you need like a little motivation, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, Very good. fun. Okay, do you have any favorite athletic wear or like brand or anything like that that you really love? Um, I mean, I'm currently wearing athletic shorts from Aldi. So, <laughs> yes, so there's that. I didn't even know. <laughs> yes. I mean, every once in a while, uh, <laughs> Aldi, oh, Sam's Club. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Real name no. brands. <laughs> I love that so much. Probably not. I do get a lot of stuff from Old Navy, but okay. I really don't have a favorite. I get a lot from Walmart. Like okay. I would love yeah. to be able to afford all of the really nice right. expensive yeah, things. Oh, I know. Fabletics. Yeah. yeah. That ain't happening. We know the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One day. Okay. Cool. Your favorite gym workout or your fa- and your favorite like outside of the gym at home or, you know, if that's running, whatever yes. that is. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite gym workout is still probably Les Mills Body Pump. Yes. Uh, I just love class. the Monday night class that we go to yes. and our instructor. Yes. Um, but plus like, I don't know, it just pushes you really hard. It's a class that's mm-hmm. like all strength, but like really low weight with a bunch of reps. And so, um, yeah, I just love that class. Yeah. I actually originally, I think why I love it is because I st- the first time I ever did it was in high school and I did it with my grandma. Like she bought me Aww, a gym membership yes. and we did body pump together Go every to week. Go to the gym with your grandma. Yeah, love so that was There's so the real fun. trick. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard that body pump is one of the greatest classes for runners. Really? So, really? Yeah, it actually yeah. is really good cross-training if you're running. Mm. Fun fact. Okay, favorite not gym workout. So something outside of the gym. Yeah. Um, I don't love working out at home, okay. to be honest. Uh, but I do every once in a while. And probably the thing that I can enjoy the most at home would either be like a yoga class um, or sometimes... Eh, I used to like doing grit. Les Mills Grit, which is also yeah. a really hard like cardio class at home. But now in our new house, our like living room isn't wide enough mm. to actually do the workouts in. So yeah. I would say right now Always it's modified. probably yoga. <laughs> yeah, I was not getting a whole lot done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, probably yoga workouts at home. Okay, nice. And the last one, this is maybe opposite of health related, <laughs> but your favorite go-to treat. Ooh, Okay, so I, like I said, I can't have dairy, um, but I love me some dairy-free ice cream. Like Ben and Jerry's is pretty, they make really good dairy-free ice cream. I'm trying to think. Anything that has like peanut butter and chocolate, which Mm -hmm. like seriously praise the Lord that you can get chocolate without dairy in it because it's not all milk chocolate. Yeah, that's amazing. So So glad. (laughs) Peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, and sometimes at home, if we don't have ice cream, I will just melt chocolate chips and peanut butter together and sometimes just eat the melted like with a spoon or other times just like throw some Cheerios in there and mix it all up. And like my mom always did that and we called them a cereal concoction. I don't know why that's the name, but (laughs) that's what they are. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, cereal, what? (laughs) Yeah. So those are, those are my things. That sure. is one good wow. treat. I'm yeah, gonna have to go home and try question. that. Although I'm yeah. not sure I have any Cheerios. So. Oh. so you can just eat the melted chocolate, chocolate and peanut butter. butter. I'll have fine. it that way. Yeah, or pretzels. Pretzels are good. Oh, okay. Crunch them up, mix it in there. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. So creative. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah. The so basics. Cool. Yeah. Well, real quick before we wrap up, Hope, is there anything that we didn't cover today that you thought about or um, like, oh, I just really love this other thing or maybe another favorite that came to your mind before we finish up our episode? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, this is so fun and I just loved getting to share and I hope that it encourages somebody. Um, but yeah, I think just take whatever your first baby step is and just get out there and make whatever change you need and yeah, yeah, find, find the right community around you and you'll be good to go. But I don't think that I have anything really else other than that to add. Yeah. 
So powerful. I just, I love everything that you shared. It's so cool when we can hear stories because someone out there who's listening might relate, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, on the physical health way or whether it's what you said about community. You know, I just feel like you said a lot of really good nuggets of of truth. A lot of people listening probably met their husband in seventh grade too. I bet they'll really be able to relate to that. They'll immediately (laughs) relate to me for that reason. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Sometimes I think people think that that's normal and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so, don't expect, but yes. if it does happen, yeah. praise God for that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's a miracle. <laughs> Anybody who can like like somebody in seventh grade and still like them when you're 25, like that's a work of God. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hope. Thank you so much for sharing with us and the listeners today. Again, what Lydia said, I think it's going to be so powerful and really, um, just remind people, um, which is what we talked about, kind of when we were starting this, that they're not alone in the stories that that they have. That yes, every story is unique, but there is things that we can draw encouragement from in other people's stories. So, thank you so much. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, that is it for today's podcast. Again, this is our series on cultivating health. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.